I love the new year. Don't you love how everyone, like, the new year is coming and we all have these, like, new goals. And we're all, how many people signed up for the gym this year? <laughs> well, okay, fine. I guess I'm, I'm not the only one. I mean, I've already, I've been doing that for years. But I'm giving an example of how people... Normally in a new year, they set new goals. I'm going to make sure I do this this year. Starting on the first, I'm going to do this. And starting on, you know, it's, it's funny, right? Because really, to be honest with you, we don't need a new year to make a change. You know, even though obviously it's a beautiful thing that the Lord obviously, and now we're going to talk and dig deeper on this new year and what it represents. Amen. And the prophetic word that was given to my father, the apostle of this house, Amen. It's always good to constantly be molding and growing because there can be something that God speaks to you in a week from now that he didn't tell you on December 31st. So then you got to make an adjustment when the Lord speaks. Someone say amen. It doesn't always have to necessarily be in the new year, but it's a beautiful thing to see that because we're expecting big things from God. God is God is pleased when we have expectations because when you expect, you see, that's an act of faith because you are thinking, you are believing, you are striving towards something that you don't have. You are, you see, expectancy is a seed. And when you expect, you see, you are sowing expectancy. And the continuous belief of that, whatever it is you're expecting on a daily basis, you continue to thrive, you continue to believe, you continue to read the word of God, you continually believe and to trust in God for whatever it may be you're believing for or expecting for. You see, that is watering that seed, whatever that may be, whatever that detailed specific belief or whatever you're expecting for may be. That continuous belief and the day in and day out, regardless of what happens in your life, whether the sun is shining or whether it's raining, the continued belief of what you are expecting pleases God. Because you are telling them, hey, I'm expecting something from you and I'm going to continue to believe whatever it is that I'm believing for. And that's a beautiful thing. That pleases the heart of the Father. This is also why I enjoy so much the new year too because we all should be constantly with our eyes open expecting something from God. And however the blessing comes, who cares as long as it comes because my God promises it to me and he's promised it to you as well. So you can put your hands together, amen. So it's good to constantly be expecting whether it's today, tomorrow, and maybe the Lord tomorrow puts something new for you to expect. Something new for you to believe in. Amen. We got to continue. This is we got to fight. That's part of the good fight of faith, my friends. Is believing. Regardless if the sun is shining, you woke up on the right side or the wrong side of the bed. The days you wake up on the wrong side of the bed, you got to pray a little more. <laughs> you got to dig a little deeper, right? Because there's days that you feel like praying. There's days that you probably don't. Remember, we're a, we are in the flesh. And there's a constant battle between that flesh. The enemy, what he wants to do is to hinder you. He doesn't want you to be expecting. Now we're all on this high because of the new year. There's people that don't even believe in God and are expecting things. 
Right? You see it all over. This year, it's I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. People are always setting goals. And amen, that's beautiful. But what happens when we come to March, June, July, August, September? It's like, okay, now I'm just going to wait for next year to believe in something else. We can be that kind of people. That's not what we're called to be. We're called to be expecting today, tomorrow, and continue on every single day. We need to water our grass, water our plant, water our seed. Someone say amen. That's the type of people we need to be. And that is why the Bible says we need to constantly renew our minds daily, every single day. Amen. And I'm excited. And now that we're in this new year, this is the year of breakthrough. Someone say breakthrough. Put your hands together if you believe that this is your year of breakthrough. <laughs> Hallelujah. So this title today is called Breakthrough 2023. Hallelujah. And I'm going to dig deep in this now. Because the Lord gave me so much on this, and it was beautiful. I may even continue to talk about this next week. Let's see what the Lord has in store. He hasn't given me the green light yet, but we'll see. Next week, we'll see. But for now, this right here and what the Lord gave me, I know it's going to be an impact for many of you. As it was an impact for me and continues to be an impact for me. As I'm here speaking to you, the spirit of the, of the living God is flowing. And of those of you as well that are watching me live. The Bible says when two or more are gathered, he is in their midst. Hallelujah. So be in tuned. And not only be expectant for what God has for you this year, but be expectant for what he's going to do right now. And the seed that's going to be sown in your life. And those of you watching me live as well, this goes for you as well. Let's pray. Father God, take total control of this service. Take total control of our lives, Father God. May you use me as your instrument, my King. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, because the power of the living God is what changes. And we know that you are the one that's doing all the good works in us. And we allow you take control, total control right now. In Jesus' name, amen. So let's get to it. Breakthrough. Let's look at the definition of breakthrough. You guys know me very well. I like to dig to the definition. I am one of those that just love to do some research. So let's look at what the definition of breakthrough is. It says here in the dictionary, Webster's Dictionary, a sudden, dramatic, and important discovery or development. An example would be like a major breakthrough in DNA research, a major scientific breakthrough. Wow. Look at some of the synonyms, which are the synonyms, if you don't know what that means, it's similar words. Synonyms. Similar words to breakthrough. Advance. Development. Step forward. Leap forward. Quantum leap. Step in the right direction. Success. Discovery. Improvement. Innovation. Revolution, progress, glory be to Jesus. Now, on the flip side of this, there could be a, there could be positives and negatives, guys, to breakthrough. You see, 
you can break through in a positive way and there's also breakthrough in a negative way. And I'm just going to touch base on that just for one second on how you can think of it. It's kind of, look what it says here on the flip side of it. In a negative way of thinking about it, it says here, denoting a symptomatic case of a disease occurring despite preventative medication, vaccination, or prior infection. We're seeing more and more breakthrough of these infections. For example, things like COVID. You know, they had all these different uh, uh, vaccines and it, I'm not going to get into this scientific talk now. If it works, it doesn't work. But we did know that even when you were vaccinated, you can still get it and still transmit it. It did help certain people. Uh, the point is, I don't want to get into too much detail on that because we're God's people. We're going to believe in positive breakthroughs. Someone say amen. We're not going to be looking at the negative side of things, but we always have to look at the other side of the coin. Because just like everything in life is a seed, you can plant good and you can plant bad. You can sow good and you can sow bad. So let's also always keep that in mind. We also know that we have an enemy and I'm going to dig deep a little bit into that in a second. But for us... When we speak breakthrough, we mean a step, a leap uh, towards the right direction. Basically, it is a sudden increase in knowledge, understanding, and promotion. Someone that wins an Oscar, right? That's all of a sudden. That's a breakthrough. Glory be to Jesus. Someone that has, uh, if you look at it from a, a, a standpoint when it comes to a research that makes a breakthrough in a scientific study. Wow, there's a breakthrough in this. Now we figured out how to cure this, how to cure that. There's been a lot of breakthroughs in many different aspects of life that are positive. Now, in our, in our Bibles, what, what it would be a breakthrough? What is it? What does the Bible say? And I'm going to sum this up. Look what it says here. Breakthrough is most simply described as heaven manifested on earth. It is a byproduct of being in the presence of God as well as the authority that Christ did for us on the cross. Glory be to Jesus. So when we talk about breakthrough, a spiritual breakthrough, because who here believes in the word of God? Someone say amen. We believe in the word of God. The word of God is the knowledge, is God. And we believe in the word of God. We, we, are, we live by the word of God or are supposed to try the word of God. We're supposed to renew our minds, fill ourselves up with the word of God. That strengthens our faith. The word of God is what we believe here in this church. As a body of Christ, we need to gain more knowledge of the word of the Lord. Now, the word of the Lord says that I am in this world, but I am not of this world. So we move in a supernatural realm. We move differently. We act differently because we don't go by the rules of this world. We don't live. We live in this world, but we're not of the world. So if there's something contrary to what the word of God says, then you see that's not for me. It shouldn't be for you. Amen. We go by the word of the Lord. And the word of the Lord is from above, not from beneath. 
It is a supernatural way of thinking. That's why the Bible says to renew your mind. That's why we press forward. We forget the things of the past and go forward to the new. A spiritual breakthrough takes people a step closer to God. It changes your life completely. You'll understand the Father better. Your faith will be stronger. You will get a new perspective on things. How many of you remember the way you used to think and then when God renewed your mind and the more time you spent in the word of God, the more you begin to see things differently. You didn't look with your carnal eyes anymore. Now you're starting to see things with your spiritual eyes. Someone say amen. This is the year of breakthrough. And this is interesting because when I was, when I was um, studying this, I, uh, I was, God was just telling me, he showed me, because if you look at, at the word breakthrough, it's one word, but it's, it's two words in one. Break through. It's almost the same, amen. <laughs> you look at me like, okay. <laughs> break through. The only way to advance is to break through. You see, the enemy knows this very well. And now I'm going to start talking about our enemy for a second because we got to get to know our enemy. Believe it or not, it's a great thing to understand your opponent. How can you win the war if you don't know where the bullets are coming from and how to block it, right? Or how to avoid it or how to have the spirit of discernment to see the serpent from far away before he even comes close to you. Someone say amen. You see, the enemy knows this, and he doesn't want God's people to break through. He wants God's people to break, not through. He wants, he doesn't want people to advance. He wants people to break. Not break through, break. Because you see, before you can break through, there's a process that has to happen. There is some collision that has to occur. And you see, not everyone breaks through, but sometimes when people try to break, they just break and not, they don't get through. Before I dig deeper into that, I want to read the definition of break. Look what it says here. The verb says separate or cause to separate into pieces as a result of a blow, shock, or strain. Look at synonyms for break, shatter, smash, snap, fracture, fragment, splinter, fall to bit, fall to pieces, blow out, tear, severe, rupture, separate, divide. You see, these are some words that you're thinking and you're saying, wow. The enemy sometimes... Look, he's been influencing individuals for thousands and thousands of years since the very first humans ever to be created, Adam and Eve. And what happened there? Did he not deceive and manipulate the very first two human beings ever created? He's been doing it since the beginning of mankind. And unfortunately, this is why the Bible says that my people perish because of lack of knowledge. Because if you don't know what you don't know, the enemy is going to deceive you. The enemy is going to try to shatter you. He wants you to break. He 
wants you to break before you break through. He doesn't want you to break through. And I think of so many people in life that I've, I have a friend of mine. I remember him from, this was from elementary school. I haven't talked to him in years. But I remember that he, got, he had so much potential. It's like also you see these stories. I'm sure you've seen many movies that are true stories or maybe read different documentaries. Or maybe you know someone personally of people that had so much potential. But they end up doing the wrong things, making the wrong choices, being negatively influenced by the wrong individuals. Or doing drugs, maybe they fell on drugs when they probably had the potential to become a famous basketball player, a soccer player, football player. Or maybe they just had the potential to be great in business or be a very successful person. I know a lot of successful people that had a bunch of, well, a lot of people that had potential. Or maybe they ended up in jail for making the wrong decisions. And it's sad. Some of the people with a bunch of potential made wrong choices and probably fell short and passed away early. Man, that kid had so much potential. That person had so much potential. They could have easily broken through, but they allowed situations to break them before they broke through. And we see it time and time again. This isn't something that's, that's a, a brand new thing that I'm just talking about. This happens on a daily basis. Sometimes people with a lot of potential make the wrong choices. And sometimes those wrong choices lead to things that can occur that could maybe be their last choice they ever make. And it's very sad. Or other times, it's maybe not that, but they may fall into some type of trap. Maybe they, they have thoughts of suicide. Maybe they're constantly depressed. Maybe they're constantly in pain. Maybe they're constantly haunted by their past. And you see these things hinder them. They're, they're already broken. And they, they, they're probably like, man, I, Pastor Albert, I don't think I'm already broken. Why do so many of God's people break and not break through? I'm going to read it to you right now in the book of Revelation. 3, chapter 3, verse 15 through 16. Look what it says here. I know your works. You are neither cold nor hot. Would that you, would that you were either cold or hot. So, because you are lukewarm and neither hot nor cold i will spit you out of my mouth now some of you are looking at me like oh my god i gotta repent right now <laughs> and let me tell you something if you know that that's you and the spirit of god is talking to you this is not too late this is the reason why we're here this is the reason why we need to make adjustments because there is hope for everyone whether you're broken right now or whether you're trying to break and you feel like you can't break through i'm here to tell you today regardless of this why because there's still hope you're still breathing you still have hope there's always hope for those in christ but this is what happens if you continue to live that life. This is the way we have to wake up, church. Because if you want to break through, you need to pick a side. And I was just here now in the, in the, in the, the service before this. Powerful. And uh, my dad gave the example of, uh, of like a football team, right, or soccer team or whatever team. 
one person versus the other team. Sometimes when you lose and you're, you know, when the other person scores a touchdown or scores a goal, you have people that, you know, if you're probably with the other uh, fans that are, excuse me, if you have fans from one side and you're from the other side, they score a goal, they're all screaming and happy and you're all sad and depressed. I want to be on the winning side. And the beautiful thing about this is, is that God never loses. So which side are you on? Now, it may seem like you're losing. Oh, it could make maybe look, but we don't, we don't live by what we look at here. We call things that are as though that are not as though they are. That's our faith. Maybe right now you find yourself in a bit of a pickle, a bit of a hole. But that doesn't mean you're from that team. Come on, somebody. That doesn't mean that you're on that team. Say, tell the, what does my king say? Tell the, the, let the weak say I'm. Let the poor say I am. Hallelujah. You may not be it right now, but that doesn't mean that your promise isn't going to come to pass over your life. The promise that God has for you, there's thousands of different promises. The problem is, some of us are lukewarm. We don't know which side we're on because we keep looking at our circumstances in front of us instead of what God says. And we believe what our bank account says instead of what my king says about me. We begin to believe what the doctor said instead of what Jesus Christ did when he, with his stripes, I am healed. We begin to believe what we see with our circumstances, with our marriage, with our families. Because it's going on like this. That doesn't mean that that's how it has to end. Ooh, it's getting deep. You can't be one foot in and one foot out and expect to have a breakthrough. You're going to end up breaking. And the reason why I'm up here sweating telling you this, the spirit of God told me very clearly to tell you, regardless of what is going on in your life, regardless of what year you had last year, what happened to you yesterday, right now you can do, you can have your breakthrough. Right now, you can begin. What are you going to do with the time you have? What are you going to do with the time you have on this earth? You see, we live, once you receive Jesus Christ, we live from zero to eternity. Just let you guys know that. But here in this life, in this flesh, in this earth, we have a limited amount of time. We do. We, there's, there's time here. We, every single day, you have a time, 24 hours. We have the new year. We have our calendar. When, but when we're, with our, when we're with our Father in heaven and eternal paradise, we don't care if it's 12 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 5 o'clock. That doesn't matter. Because we're eternal. But here, in this body, our physical bodies, you know you have a mission here on this earth. You just don't receive Jesus Christ to, once you become a Christian, once you have surrendered your life to Christ, then the day you die, you go to heaven. But that wasn't just the only purpose. Amen. Praise the Lord that we will have eternal salvation. But what's going to happen here? What are you going to do with the time you have here? What are you doing to make a difference, what visions, what goals do you have? Are you living solely for yourself? 
Are you a selfish person, 100,000%? I don't know. Do you take time to even do anything for God? I have no idea. But what I do know is that this is the year of breakthrough. And I do know that we're all called to preach the word of God regardless of what you do or if you are here preaching like me on a pulpit or wherever you are in your walk of life. We're all called to do the Great Commission. All of us. Preach the word of God. Go make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Glory be to God. Teaching them all I've taught you. Glory be to Jesus. You got to be an example. We, gotta, we got to do more than, than just worry. Look at your prayers. You want to know if you're a person that's selfish or not? Are you always praying about yourself? God bless me, help me, 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 me. Think about it. Sometimes I'm like, wow, that prayer was pretty selfish. And there's nothing wrong with praying and asking God to do things for you. But is it all the time like that? You got to be a little selfless sometimes. Jesus didn't, Jesus didn't come to be served. He came to, to serve. And these are things that are great that you're here now and listening to the word of God and are molding yourself. You're growing your faith. You're strengthening your faith. You're here. I applaud you. Amen. But sometimes it could be a fight. Making adjustments isn't always easy. It hurts sometimes. Because sometimes, look, it's in our human nature to be selfish. How many kids, look at you, how many times, who has kids in here? We all used to be kids, of course, and now some of you probably are kids here. But there's times when little kids, my two-year-old, she sometimes doesn't want to share her toys. Something so simple like that. That's why she's, she's an innocent little baby. But, some, but it's in even in her kid's nature. They don't even want to share food. And, and if they keep that up, you got to teach them to share. Because then if not, they're going to grow up to be tremendo selfish people. <laughs> it's true. We teach, we teach them to share. Why? Because it's, 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 it's what we're taught. It's the, same, it's the same principle. The same things you do for, you know, we do things for ourselves. amen. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if that's all you do and you do nothing for God, then there's a problem. This year is a year of breakthrough. And we have a, bring that up please, George, thank you. So I want you to check this out. We do this, we do this every year. And uh, this is very important. Because like I said earlier, it's always good, you know, to have visions, your aspirations, and your goals daily. Really, whether it's a new one that God gives you tomorrow or it's one that he gave you a year ago or 10 years ago. Or maybe today he may reveal something different to you. Maybe something you want to do new this year. The year of breakthrough. Well, this is a poster board. Okay, and I don't know if you guys were here last year. We do this. We do. We've been doing this every year, um, every year for a long time now. Amen. And it's a beautiful thing to do this, right? And whether if you're on the internet and you're in Miami, well, then you should come by and pick one of these up. And if you're not in Miami, well, then you can just go to the, to your uh, closest office supply store and buy a poster board. And I want you to look. Look what it says here. It says Vision 2023 Breakthrough. Habakkuk 2, verse 2, and I'm going to read it to you guys, and look what it says here. And the Lord answered me and said, and this is the reason why we do this, write the vision, 
make plain, make it plain on tablets. In this case, when this was written, they didn't have poster boards. They had tablets. Amen. So we're doing it on a poster board. So he may run, so he may run who reads it. For still the vision awaits its appointed time. It hastens to the end. It will not lie. If it seems slow, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. Put your hands together. You can take this back. Thank you so much. So I want every single person today after this service to grab that poster board. And I'm going to dig a little deeper on what I want you to do with this poster board. And I want you to just, amen, make sure that you take your time. Because look, this is the year of breakthrough. I want you. Either right now or whatever it is, it could be something heavy in your heart, but take your time because next week I want you to bring these poster boards back. Look for a magazine uh, of a picture of what you need a breakthrough in. Some of you may need a breakthrough in your finances, breakthrough from depression, breakthrough from anxiety, breakthrough in your family, breakthrough in your marriage, breakthrough in your business. Come on, somebody. Breakthrough from your debt, breakthrough from your pain, breakthrough from your past, breakthrough from loneliness, breakthrough from addiction, breakthrough from suffering. I don't know. So what do I put up there, Pastor Albert? What do you mean? Well, if you have a problem with your finances, put a picture of money. If you have a problem with depression, well, what kind of a picture can you put? Well, I put some guy on a mountain looking like he's free, looking like he's free or she. And you know what it is. And you look at that, and that symbolizes something for you on a personal level. And when every time you see that, you'll know that God has broken you through that, and you are liberated. And every time you see, you may look at something with debt, you may think you, maybe you want a house, and you just are in debt. Well, put the picture of the house, and you know God's going to break, make a way to ha make it happen for you. Maybe you want to get married, put a married couple on there. Maybe you want your own business, put a picture of some building that reminds you of business. And then you can put that on a personal level for yourself. And you and the Lord know exactly what you're praying for, what you're believing for. This is our year, not to be broken, but to break through. 